The Interrobank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Interrobang podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kohler, and I'm here with Interrobang reporter, Ben Harrietha. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's uh, I'm on the other side of uh, other side of the podcast now. I was really looking forward to this just for that specific reason of kind of having the shoe on the other foot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Super, super pumped. And yeah, because you were the first person to actually interview me for uh, for the podcast as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's... yeah. We talked about uh, we talked about baseball and sports for thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> good time. This is the one time I did a podcast and finish it up, and it's like, ah, oh, should should I have talked about baseball for that long? God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so, to the best of us. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a few different things, uh, time time permitting as well. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the stories you covered. I'm uh, going to talk a little bit about we mentioned it, but baseball being in season now. And then mm-hmm. focus a little bit on you, because I honestly don't really know a whole ton about you, and I'm sure some of the some of the listeners don't as well. So I think it'll be cool to to ask you a couple of questions and have some fun. Yeah, I'm a national man of mystery, actually. Uh, That's I don't, what you put uh, on all business cards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. It, it says multimedia reporter, national man of mystery, <laughs> right under it. Uh, really makes that LinkedIn page look good, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so to get right into it, let's uh, let's talk about some of the the stories you covered this week. Uh, yeah, so it's so it's our diversity um, issue this week, this Friday. So uh, when this episode comes out, it should be on newsstands at the moment. So I covered I have two new stories I got. Um, they're both uh, Fanshawe centric. One of them is about how we got an award from the London Free Press's Best of London uh, poll that they do every year, which is uh, it's basically you can vote for post-secondary institutions, restaurants, businesses, markets, everything. Um, and it's voted by Lond- Londoners uh, for like their favorite stuff. And so Fanshawe, uh, specifically the part-time studies section of the college, got um, recognized for, I believe it's Best Adult Continuing Education Center, um, which and that's the fourth year in a row that they've gotten nominated for that which is spectacular uh, yeah yeah i mean it's fair i i enjoyed fanshawe so i could see i could see why i got this award um and it's cool that londoners voted for fanshawe and then the other one that i covered was about uh career services they opened up a new um they did some renovations and they opened up a new room that uh students can use because it used to apparently be like a, just basically a closet that you <laughs> went and talked to your co-op coordinator and so now they have this big open area where students can like study and it's available to everyone, which is really cool. And it's, it's super nice. It's like really like chill and relax. Um, it's been really cool just to see how much like progress just Fanshawe alone has been making, even within the past like year, two years sort of thing with all the the different donations we've been getting, the the expansions that have been going on, um, awards, all that sort of thing. So it's really, really cool to, to see and to be a part of it too, kind of in the middle of it while it's going on. No, it's rad as hell. Like, it's super, super cool to be able to see so many parts of the college opening up and um, and getting all these cool donations to do things. And uh, you, 
And you mentioned that. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, the only part that sucks a little bit is that this didn't happen while I was at school. (laughs) Oh, fair. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I'm kind of in the midst of it. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. It's kind of, with the award as well, the the one the Interabang got, um, it was one of those things where it's like, haha, pat myself on the back. But I also came in at the tail end of it. So it's like, oh, I'm kind of patting myself on the back for something I didn't didn't super help with for the time that we actually got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, and so, so carrying on, uh, the Super Bowl wasn't too, too long ago. Uh, I was very emotionally devastated by that, but uh-huh. with football being over, that means it's baseball season. That's it the best time of the season. year. It I, is. I've already been keeping up so much, getting ready for like little things like fantasy baseball and keeping mm-hmm. up with teams and spring training so far. It's just lovely to be back into it. Have you been, have you been like paying attention to it at all? The kind of, um, I've been paying attention like slightly i usually don't tune in until like uh preseason starts like uh like spring training games Mm. and uh but i know the mariners have been making some uh pretty pretty big trades oh yeah to say the least there there have been some some bigger trades this off season than i thought there were going to be i thought there was going to be more next season in particular but gotta love it i always love it when there's some good action in the uh in the off season market yeah yeah it's it's super it's super exciting um like to see just uh your favorite team getting a lot of player like really good players (laughs) i'm so excited to see um this new year uh this new season because i think the mariners can really do something they had a great season last season um and i think they could really really pull something off this season hopefully fingers crossed uh you know knock on wood because i i love to cheer for teams that ultimately end up disappointing me um <laughs> like love being a leafs fan love being a jazz fan love being <laughs> oh oh man oh a jazz fan oh no yeah. that's a that's a toughie it is a, it's a little <laughs> bit of a, that one especially <laughs> oh that one started so bright until their off season and then oh man yeah that one that one's been rough uh to follow and yeah. it's it yeah I'm in the opposite boat right now. I'm a Suns fan, and uh, we got Kevin Durant, so I'm very happy about oh, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that KD got traded. I was I was very shocked when it came out. I think I woke up sporadically at around four in the morning, and just flipped on Twitter to be like, oh, "Okay, is anything going on?" Da da da. Back to bed, and then I saw little rumblings of a Kevin Durant trade, and I was like, "Oh no, is this actually happening? Is this a thing that's gonna go on?" Oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, because he was playing with the he was playing with the Nets, right? Yes. Yeah, and he was not very good from no. what I heard. Well, and, and the Nets just kind of imploded all around as a whole. Yeah. Um, and from what I've heard, uh, Kevin Durant only had trade talks with one team, and that was the Suns. If that didn't go through, he would have just stayed with the Nets. Um, mm-hmm. I think he had requested it to their head office, and they got in touch. So they realistically could have gotten more for Kevin Durant, but that's the place that he wanted to go. So the team was nice in giving him that. So, yeah, that's uh, it, uh, it, I definitely think that's a that's a losing trade for the Nets. Looking at it, oh yeah, uh, oh they, yeah, they traded also. I think it was T.J. Warren. Yeah, was the other one, and then they just got like three. I don't want to say nobodies. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> There were a few uh, of them, like, like uh, what was it? Uh, Mikhail Bridges was in that trade. Yeah. And uh, I think, who was it? I think Jay Crowder was in that trade as well. Yeah. And they were both people that I've been saying, like, ah, they're good. They could be great. I don't really need them right now, though. We could we could get rid of them. And then yeah. it worked out. So I was happy. 
the definite the definite big ones are the are the first round picks. Oh yeah, though so for sure, four first round picks is gonna be is a huge huge trade. Which is the honestly the most important over over the kind of already developed players. That's probably the most important part for them, having gone from such a high to such a low in just the span of a couple years. They kind of yeah. need that for a massive rebuild. Yeah, well, especially since KD is like he's 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 older. He's not he, got. He's probably only got like another like maybe five seasons. Yeah, I think that's about right. And and with the Suns there, I think Chris Paul is already on the tail end of his career. He probably has mm-hmm. maybe a, a, a two years left, is my guess, with how he's kind of been diminishing. And then yeah, KD will be not long after. So realistically, the Suns maybe have two, three years of playoff contention before they have to kind of retool a bit. Yeah. But, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Basketball is such a, it's, it's, it's a, it is an enigma to me. I would say I don't, uh, I don't really follow basketball too much. Uh, but like I pop in to kind of basically see, Hey, what's going on here? And then, uh, and then I come back out and I'm like, yep. Still don't understand this. sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one that even I didn't think that I would get into. I only got into it because I really love sneakers. And, and basketball sneakers, and then it's like, oh, if you like sneakers, you're kind of seeing all the new ones in basketball games, so then I started watching those, so I kind of like the NBA by association a little bit, which yeah. is how I got into it, but baseball's yeah. always been my one true love. I, I, I gotta say, every time I've watched a basketball game, either in person or, or on the on the television, it's uh, it's been fun. It is such a fun sport to watch. It's just so high energy. Yeah, the entire game back and forth, and there's there's just so many cool moments like there are in baseball with all the the dunks, the the long distance threes, the like the incredible blocks and all that. So it still has those really like high points in the game, mm-hmm. uh, which is the exact reason I don't like hockey and I don't watch hockey, which is why I get a lot of cred like cred for that uh, in uh, in 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 classes and stuff because everybody watches it. For me, for me, hockey is just all impact all the time that it's just it's, it's for me it's just less enjoyable to watch but i get a lot of fun yeah. for saying that <laughs> yeah i uh i've been recently watching a lot of hockey because the leafs are on a leafs are on a tear right now um absolutely dominating some of the teams they've been going up against but uh see i u- i used to cheer for the leafs way 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 back back when matt sundin was on the team oh, that's, um that's a classic and uh, well, I think they they got pummeled by Philly in um, in playoffs that year, and it was such a defeating loss for me that I I just stopped watching hockey start to finish right then and there. Uh, it was pretty much the same with me. I think I don't remember which. I think it was actually it was when they went up against Montreal. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the playoffs, most recently, and I was just like, they had such a good lead, and they were in theory the better team and they just blew it and i was just like oh man this is frustrating to watch but they've been doing good recently you know the uh they absolutely gave it to buffalo on the 21st (laughs) six to three (laughs) when they get going as a team they they really get going they really do uh like toronto they just do have like really high scoring games my only my only fear is that they are absolutely gonna get uh bulldozed by boston in the first round um what toronto getting bulldozed the first round that never happens that never happens right (laughs) especially not by boston right no of course not that's a total Uh, enigma right there 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, but because Boston's really good this year, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, but uh, speaking of of thrilling defeats, back to baseball. Um, mm. always get flashbacks, like you were saying, to the Mariners of that final game from last year. So it's 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 good to hear that the the Mariners are are making pushes after having such a such a spectacular year. Um, always get nervous, kind of when when some teams do that, like teams like the Guardians, teams like the like the Pirates, the Royals. They'll always if they have a good year, they're like, well, that was a good run. Let's sell house and move on. That was the best we're gonna get. So when it when teams actually kind of come up and have a really good year that they almost maybe weren't expecting a little bit. It's always good to see when they actually then use that opportunity to build on it. No, exactly. Cause it's, it's, you're totally right. Like teams will be so close to getting into the playoffs uh, or, or getting into the, like, like so close to having just a really good world series winning team. And then because they don't do it that first season, they just decide that's it. We're done. Whatever. And it's really cool to see that the Mariners are almost like taking what they learned last season and being like, okay, well, we got to beef up certain spots. We got to, you know, we got to get some better pitching here. We got to get a better outfielder here. You know, we got to get some more hitting Um, because they realize that, yeah, we can do this. Like we can make the playoffs and we can possibly make a run at the World Series, which would be uh, insane for me. Uh, I mean, they've... (laughs) They already broke the the drought that has been around for the same amount of time that I have been alive, um, but uh, it it'd be it'd be so cool to see even even just see them get to the World Series. I don't even need to see them win. I just want to see them in there. That's I yeah. That... I never need my team to actually win. Yeah, kind of just just getting there and like kind of getting to that final stage is uh, is a a win enough in my books, really. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's a it's a shame that the Mariners won't make it because they're going to lose to the Blue Jays in the, uh, yeah in sure okay. one of the rounds. But <clears throat> yeah, but besides I'm sure that, that I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that'll definitely happen. <laughs> it's like the the Blue Jays have made good moves too. I I kind of wanted them to make at least one more, but they they got a couple key people that I have was actually saying that I wanted throughout the entire offseason, like Dalton Varsho. I was ranting and raving about how much I wanted him for months now. But yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a really good season. I'm really excited. Yeah, and I'm I I just I love watching baseball, and I finally have time because now that I'm not working shift work, you know, I have a steady nine to five. I can actually watch baseball. Yeah, being able to watch baseball and actually enjoy it is spectacular. <laughs> yeah, because I'd have to watch it at work on my phone <laughs> when I was working at when I was working at Home Depot. I'd have I'd have like a I'd have one of my earbuds in, and then I'd be watching. Uh, I'd be like just listening to the game, um, but now I can actually watch baseball. It's I'm so excited. I definitely did the same thing with football at a past job, where it just got so slow and so boring. It's like ah, I'm just gonna throw a football game out of the background and <laughs> just mess her. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so let's let's transi- transition to the to the fun part of this episode, uh, ben, sure. where we get to just talk about you. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, so just immediately right off the bat, you're one of the, the full-time reporters. I'm one of the part-time. Can you just lightly explain some of the differences in making that jump to full-time in a reporter role or, or what you do that's that's different to say what I would be doing on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So I um, so first off, the hours. That's probably the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that's kind of like a 
blatantly obvious thing to point out is that yeah full-time works more than part-time crazy um, what exactly right uh but it's it's because you're doing now you are doing a journalism program so at the very least you are doing journalism basically constantly that's fair yeah <laughs> but same it's the same point of like you are doing school for most of your week and then on top of that you're then doing another like uh what is it 15 hours ish of uh of working for the interrobang yeah. and doing reporting for us whereas like i you know i if i'm working from home i turn on my computer around like 8 45 i check the news and i work from 9 to 4 30 uh monday to friday and that's just that's just my job that's all i do like i don't do anything extra on top of that i mean i do the podcast as well um but it's like you know sending out emails a lot of emails actually <laughs> there's that sounds a lot about right. of emails <laughs> <laughs> even from my my light experience so far in journalism and reporting yeah that's definitely right <laughs> Yeah, you think you think a lot of like you kind of have this picture of reporting of like, you know, you're going on scene to things um, and, you know, constantly talking to people. But really, unless you're doing like live TV reporting, you're not really doing the on scene stuff so much. It's mostly <laughs> sending emails to people and setting up Zoom meetings. It's a lot of typing and hey, yeah, can I, literally. can I talk with you some point? Maybe for like only five, ten minutes. That'd be great. Cool, get yeah. back to me when you can, bye. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I think our next issue, I had to reach out to some people and just be like, uh, what, uh, like, I saw this article from another person. What are they talking about? Can I have more information <laughs> about this? Um, but yeah, it's it's mostly just, uh, it's a lot of emails. Uh, I do, I write, obviously. I mean, you know the process of mm -hmm. writing. Um, and then I also do the podcast and I do the editing as well. I'm uh, I usually take the second pass on most of the articles that uh, that people submit. So Hannah usually does the first pass. I take the second pass. And then when the proofs come out, Hannah does again the first pass. I take the second pass. And there we go. And that's and that's and that's basically it. Uh, I do some other things, but like kind of small. So it's not really even worth mentioning. That's fair. So, so do you prefer kind of having the 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 solid consistency of the the full time portion of it, or do you kind of like having the the bit more relaxed nature that comes with like part time and and clocking hours that sort of thing? Honestly, it was like the the full time is is so chill because it's a set schedule every day, and I know when I was doing part time work back when I was in school, it was like I would do you know six hours of school and then I'd have to go to work for another like four hours. And that was brutal. I didn't like doing that uh, because essentially it's, you know, it's a 10 hour work day almost. Um, and this, at least I'm like, you know, I start work at nine. I finish work at four thirty and I'm done for the rest of the night. Um, and, you know, weekends off. So and, and it's like, I don't know. I don't got much else to do because it's like I'm graduated. And so I might as well just work. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I had I had that that exact problem that you mentioned kind of all stack up last week where it's it's finishing assignments. It's getting stories in. It's doing all the, the extra work and stuff on the side. And it, and it all just piled up in the worst way imaginable, which can't happen when you have like a, a sort of part time more like clock hours on your own time, sort of a, a style position versus having the consistency of something full time. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just, it gives, because it's full time, you know, I'm like 35 hours a week. 
uh, I just have more time to work on things, so I can just end up doing more, which is nice. Which is always it's always nice to have that little bit of that semblance of freedom a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and so I I actually don't know a whole lot about how you actually got into to journalism, got into 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 writing, getting to where you are now. Can you just like lightly detail for me the the process, kind of how you started getting into it versus where where you ended up getting now? Yeah, totally. So I um I actually when I was in high school, I was terrible at English. Uh and I was actually much more of like a math and science person. So I went into computer science actually straight out of high school and didn't like it at all. Uh it wasn't for me. I didn't like the people. Um I you know, I like coding, but I didn't like I didn't I wasn't like I want to do this as a job I was like I want to keep this more as a hobby um and then you know I I had just started to get more into like uh and this is gonna sound like a little silly but like it's like critically thinking about the media I consume uh specifically like games movies and stuff and so I wanted to talk about games and movies so originally I actually took I I was like I want to be a games journalist uh which and is I still awesome I still kind of do. Uh, <laughs> I, I still think it would be very cool to do that. Um, but uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to I'm already at Fanshawe. I'm already in the system. So I'm just going to apply to Fanshawe's journalism program, which was broadcast journalism. Ended up doing really well in that. And basically right after graduation, I got a job, just a minimum wage job, basically, to uh, so I could pay rent, put food on the table. And then uh, this job came up and I applied and I got it. And here we are. And here it's it's are. not exactly a long career story because I'm only I'm only 21. So like I've only been in the workforce for um it'll be a year this May uh which is when I graduated from from college. It's one of the coolest things I've realized about being back in college is just like how how less important age becomes when you actually oh, no, totally. get out into it um so like hearing that you're 21 to me is even just bonkers um and then being in classes with mostly like kind of 19 20 year olds is also very strange but it does get to that point where you just don't really care anymore about how old someone is it just doesn't matter um everybody's got their own like experiences everyone's got their own stuff and everybody brings something else to the table so it's just it's just kind of becomes an arbitrary arbitrary number at some point no exactly and i've, I've noticed <laughs> it's really funny when i go to like events and things uh because i look i look 21 like i look like i'm still in college and people uh ask me they're like oh so are you are you like a student working for the paper i'm like no i'm i'm like a graduate i have a degree um <laughs> uh, you know i have a degree i have a full-time job <laughs> what a good note to get like an interview started on <laughs> it's like no no i'm 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 an adult i i <laughs> I, I, I i went to school <laughs> it's like oh oh okay great oh cool yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it always ha it's always a little awkward after that but so game gaming journalism that's actually yeah. a super underrated portion of journalism i find that's just getting bigger and bigger each year yeah yeah, and it's it's uh, the the unfortunate thing about it is it's it's not only it's underrated, it's underpaid as well. That sounds uh, about right as well. <laughs> which is which is the big thing that has stopped me from getting into it. I think more is that the pay is really low in games journalism, uh, and a lot of the other things that like there's not actually a lot of Canadian uh, 
jur games journalism outlets i'd have to move to america um to uh to to get into a lot of them uh either move to america or work remotely which um unfortunately a lot of american places aren't doing that so much anymore Ooh. uh but uh i'd be loving games and i like talking about them i like uh sharing people my uh unsolicited opinion so <laughs> uh hence why i do music reviews every uh every issue because uh, i want to talk about my opinion and i want you to listen to me <laughs> <laughs> i want you to have to be able to to sit down and read what i want to have to say <laughs> i want you to read about my opinions about music from the 80s <laughs> uh and so speaking of your opinions to kind of yeah. end off i wanted to to finish off with a little kind of lightning round question just to really put you on the edge of your seat a little bit oh okay um so a whole whole bunch of different things so i just kind of want you to say the first thing that comes into your head for a bunch of these little questions okay nothing too major i'm not gonna ask you anything anything too crazy um yeah. but i i assume one or two of them will be tougher to answer so just say the first thing that comes to your head for a couple of them okay <clears throat> all right start off easy favorite food uh spaghetti uh sweet savory or salty uh savory uh band you're listening to right now uh pup they're a band punk band from toronto oh i love canadian bands okay yeah. uh favorite band of all time uh radiohead Oh, that was faster than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, do you dance? Uh, poorly. <laughs> uh, mountains or beaches? Uh, beaches. Uh, do you cook? Very much so. Uh, what's your favorite dish to cook? Uh, I... Ooh, that's a tough one. That is really a tough one. That's the tougher I... one? I thought the band was going to be the tougher no, one. No, no, because the, the, there's so many meals I love cooking. <laughs> uh, probably my favorite meal to cook would be... Um, probably butter chicken but also that's because it's like also another one of my favorite foods but i just think it's a really fun easy meal to cook well and once you have uh, a favorite like a favorite food it then becomes so much cooler when you learn how to make that favorite yeah. food as well the other one is carbonara people are always mm. super impressed when you bust out a really good chick like chicken carbonara and it's really easy to make there's a few that are like that where people just assume it's tougher to make than it actually is yeah it's uh, it's one to impress the impress the significant other if you bust that one out uh, they... <laughs> uh okay anyways uh coffee or tea uh tea uh you mentioned it uh, favorite video game um it's a tie between metal gear solid 3 or dead space 2 oh those are really good picks those are underrated picks too i don't actually hear those as often as i feel like i should yeah. um thousand dollars what are you buying uh new computer components good call <laughs> uh do you play any instruments um i used to play a lot back in high school i used to pay seven different instruments to varying skills right now <laughs> i just pay the i play the bass that's for, I, I just picked up a, 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 an Arminian Duduk, which is a woodwind oh. instrument. And uh, yeah, the varying degrees of success definitely can be attributed to that. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the silliest thing you own? What's the silly? Uh, I bought a re uh, recently, actually, speaking of instruments, I bought a recorder for a yes. buck fifty from Goodwill. Oh, uh, that's I, awesome. <laughs> purely because I thought it would be funny. Um, and it comes it, it came with like this really nice leather case. And so it's hilarious unzipping it and pulling out the recorder. Um, <laughs> so that's probably that's probably it. You need to get like a special case that's professionally lit. So you open it up and it's just like light <laughs> beckoning forth from it. <laughs> like, like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> um, uh, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. 
do you have any tattoos? No, but I'm going to get one soon. Nice. Uh, and to, to cap it all off, to kind of end it almost a little bit where we started, uh, who do you think is going to win the World Series? Uh, it's got to be the Mariners. Uh, uh, okay, well, I hope it's the Mariners. Anyways, it's probably thank be you for Yankees. listening to the, <laughs> another episode of the... <laughs> But no, uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope it's the Mariners. It's probably going to be the Yankees. No, yeah, unfortunately. That's that's the that's the long and short of it. Wop wop wop. All right, anyways, so that's uh, that's pretty much it, Ben. I super appreciate your your time on the podcast. Hey, thank you for allowing me on to to kind of talk a little about myself. Uh, I don't get to do that often on these podcasts, <laughs> well, so it's I, been fun. I know some people love it, and some people just despise talking about themselves. So, <laughs> oh no, I love the sound of my own voice. So I could I could hear myself talk for uh, for ages. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Red Couch Podcast. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or whatever wherever you get your podcasts. Pick up your copy of the Interrobang on newsstands now. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things. Fanshaw. For the Interrobang, I'm Justin Kohler. The Interrobang podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.